and Associate Law Studios. Jacob Media Partners invites you to spend an hour of your day celebrating your faith. We acquire a fundamental right that can never be taken away from us. The right to hope. In collaboration with the Archdiocese of Philadelphia and the Catholic business leaders of the Delaware Valley, including LaSalle University, First Trust Bank, and todayisagoodday.org. Enjoy Voices of Faith. Learn from your leaders. Be inspired by your neighbors and find the power of grace in your life when you need it most. The spiritual Voices of Faith begins right now. And a good Saturday evening, everyone, and welcome in for the very first time to a very, very special program here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. The name of the program, Voices of Faith, along with Jim Brown. I'm Joe Krause. Jimmy, the best way to begin or the best way to start this show is for you to define Voices of Faith and how we made it to this point. Well, Joe, the history in short order is that years ago, a small group of friends uh, put this uh, Catholic leaders breakfast together because of the troubling news regarding some abuse in our Catholic churches. Um, It was a horrible point in time, and we were... We were hearing that nasty message fairly often, so we decided to start a breakfast to focus on all the good work happening in our faith, uh, Catholic faith community, you know, in education, the local hospitals, uh, social services, et cetera. And it's been fantastic. Uh, with COVID-19, uh, you know, we're not sure about, you know, gathering at the Union League with 360 people. So we decided to expand uh, the program and create something really special, which is clearly what we're doing here. Wonderful. Yeah, no doubt about it, Jimmy. And coming up on this program, we're going to start the opening segment. Uh, words from Archbishop Perez. And I'm not going to let the audience know when the archbishop actually delivered this homily. But it is amazing to say, as we lead into that audio, Jimmy, that the words of Archbishop Perez are fitting to what's happening right now. The archbishop is an incredibly special leader. You know, our last at our last breakfast, um, Father Rob talked about, you know, the concept of humility and uh, gratitude, uh, service and providing hope for people. And I will tell you just my humble opinion. Our new archbishop is just what the doctor ordered. We begin Voices of Faith on this Saturday with the words from the man himself. Here's Archbishop Perez. He said, tonight, we acquire a fundamental right that can never be taken away from us. The right to hope. It is a new and living hope that comes from God. It is not mere optimism. It is not a pat on the back or an empty word of encouragement with a passing smile. No, it is a gift from heaven which we could not have earned on our own. Over these weeks, we have kept repeating, all will be well, clinging to the beauty of our humanity and allowing words of encouragement to rise up from our hearts. But as these days go by and fears grow, even the boldest hope can dissipate. Jesus' hope is different. 
be planted in our hearts this hope, the conviction that God is able to make everything work unto good. Because even from the grave, he brings life. You see, the answer to that question, do you believe, in particular in the Gospel of John, is central. Belief. Because our beliefs actually guide the way we live, how we speak to each other, how we treat each other, how we respond to crisis, like the one that globally we're experiencing right now, how we respond to the storms and the ups and downs of life. If we believe and we have the hope that, that shines out of that empty tomb, the hope that's not just optimism, as Pope Francis tells us, but it's actually a gift from God. If we believe, then everything we do is different because it, it comes out of what we believe deep within our hearts. And so once again, as we now stand before the empty tomb, do you believe? And the answer to that question will determine how you live, what you do on Sunday mornings, what you do right before you go to bed as you pray to the Lord in thanksgiving for your day. It will determine how you react to the ups and downs of life. It will be determine actually even how you live your last minute and draw your last breath. Because if we do believe, then we live with hope. Thanks for listening to the Catholic Business Leaders Radio Special, Voices of Faith, presented in part by Gibnish Funeral Home and by First Trust Bank. Later in the show, we'll introduce you to our Yo Philly, Philly Proud community nonprofit. But now we pause to spotlight miracles. These babies are walking sacraments. Today is a good day. Here's Dr. Jerry Cleary and a look at Today is a Good Day. There's only one word that comes to mind to describe a parent's journey in the NICU. And it's love. Today is a Good Day is a nonprofit that strives to provide the love Dr. Jerry Cleary just referenced. They're an organization that was created by a husband and wife who experienced firsthand what it means when the miracle of birth occurs too soon. The mission of Today is a Good Day is to provide personal and financial support to families who experience the neonatal intensive care unit. We've come to know the acronym NICU. Founders Martha and Paul shared the start of their personal story. On Sunday, November 14th at 1235 and 1236, Claire Josephine and Mary Gladys joined us over four months early at just 23 weeks, five and a half days. And one week into our NICU journey, we met a then three-year-old little boy who was a former 23-weeker. And he was such an inspiration for us and continues to be to this day. Just two weeks after our girls were born, Mary Gladys earned her angel wings too soon. Um, and we... And we realized that there was a big gap in care uh, for parents of premature babies. The babies, Claire in particular, 
was taken incredible care of by the wonderful doctors and nurses at Abington's NICU. For information, for details, for support, and to learn how you can become part of Today is a Good Day, visit them on their website, todayisagoodday.org. We still take Claire back to Abington Hospital and to other hospitals to meet with current families who have their babies in the neonatal intensive care unit. And what do we do at those listening sessions? We do talk about Claire. We also have a great group of volunteers who take their NICU graduates back. And then it makes people like feel a lot like they're not alone. Today is a Good Day has already delivered 3,600 care packages to support families who unexpectedly become part of the neonatal intensive care unit. One piece of advice that I give NICU parents navigating the NICU journey is that you're not alone. For information, for details, for support, and to learn how you can support Today is a Good Day, visit them on their website, todayisagoodday.org. These are not typical or standard times, and the TAC Benefits Organization is not your typical or standard business firm. The company is owned and operated by Michael Cleary, and Michael and his team are not your standard check-the-box, put-in-your-time-and-go-home kind of people. Here's the thing. A different approach creates better outcomes for TAC clients. Dedication, knowledge, integrity, teamwork, community, creativity. It all matters to the folks at TAC. And as we face some incredible challenges in our world today, TAC has decided to do something incredibly different and positive in our community. They've created the TAC Hometown Heroes Program for recognition of people doing little things to make a big difference. The first recipient of the TAC Hometown Heroes Program plaque is the Marshall Street Elementary teachers, aides, and therapists of the multiple disabilities student classrooms for the exceptional work they do with these special and inspirational children. Their focus at every level is inspiration, education, and therapeutic achievement. And for this, they're the TAC Hometown Hero for the month of June. Keep doing what you do best every day because the folks at TAC want to celebrate you. I don't think boxing can redeem your life. God can only redeem your life. Boxing can be used as a tool to help you in your life. And back here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, it's our maiden voyage of Voices of Faith, along with Jim Brown, I'm Joe Krause. We welcome everybody into uh, what should be a spectacular 12-month process, Jimmy Brown, in terms of being able to deliver an inspirational message. And I find it fitting that we begin with Chapter 1, uh, nestled in the comfort of the Rock Ministries. Mm-hmm. And I want to bring Buddy Osborne into the conversation. And Buddy, first welcome you on behalf of Jim Brown, on behalf of myself, and all of the listening audience. Uh, Welcome, sir. It is a real pleasure and a real honor uh, to be here, uh, to be in your house. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate that a lot. (laughs) Uh, Tell the audience, Buddy, uh, if you will. I think it's the best place for us to start. Um, Who is Buddy Osborne? Hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, um, uh, believe it or not, I'm, I just had a, a birthday. I'm 61, and which I would have never imagined in all my years that I would reach 61 years of age, which I'm grateful for that. Thank the Lord for that. Um, I was born and raised in Kensington, uh, right on this block, you know, uh, on Kensington Avenue. I lived right next door to the Rock Ministries. Who would have known that I would be open up a ministry, you know, at the age of 45? And uh, 
born and raised in Kensington, um, left when I was 26, came back to Kensington when I was 45 to open up uh, this ministry that's called Rock Ministries of Philadelphia uh, to work with kids that are caught up in the streets and, uh, and uh, from, um, you know, involved in, in you, you name it. And uh, we've seen thousands of kids. We stopped counting in 2016. We were over 10,000 at the time. We stopped counting the kids, but so many kids have come through this, uh, these doors at the rock. Um, and, um, that's kind of, uh, where my, uh, my focus is at this, at this season of my life. The rock is built on what? Well, the rock is built on, um, on, on Christ. Uh, the rock is built on, uh, the faith that God has a purpose and a plan for your life. Uh, I often say that, you know, when you look at the book of Romans and you look at Paul, how he wrote this book, he wrote it while he was in Corinth and he wrote to the Roman church who was under siege. And he says, listen, he says, you're going to go through trials and tribulations. And he says, but what that does, that, pr- that produces perseverance. And it also, not only when it builds perseverance, develops perseverance in your life, it, it produces character. And then character produces hope. And so when I see a kid coming in here with nothing going for them in their lives, you know, if you notice around the ring, that's what we have. We have, you know, tribulations produces perseverance, perseverance, character, character, hope. And that's the, that's the, 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 the gist of our, of our ministry. Our, you know, any, anyone that comes through our doors, uh, Joe, is, is, uh, is introduced to a, a relationship with Christ. You know, what blows me away, buddy, about the work that you do is that oftentimes uh, folks in our world talk about doing the right thing. But to uh, to be with a gentleman, you this afternoon and really uh, see that work in action is stunning. I was blown away by the HBO special that Jim Lantley did with you in terms of just the message that you that you deliver to these young folks, that message of hope. Can you talk about that for a minute? Yeah, I think, you know, uh, uh, we're in a crisis right now, you know. Uh, we really are. We're, we're no doubt. you know, not only as a, as a country, you know, but I'm going to just narrow it down to a community, which yeah. is Kensington. And I, I, I don't think there's a more fitting time than having this opportunity, this platform to, to, to explain to you, you know, what is what I feel as though the Lord has placed on my heart to uh, to see happen. Um, I'm reminded of something in Scripture. And it's in the book of Nehemiah, and it's an Old Testament book. And um, uh, it was written, you know, a few hundred years prior to the birth of Christ. Uh, but this, uh, it goes this way, that in the um, uh, Jerusalem was overran by the Babylonian Empire. And they were all, two and a half million people were taken from uh, 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 Jerusalem and placed in Babylon in captivity. Hmm. And so this guy, this kid, Nehemiah, was born in captivity. So for 70 years, they stayed there. And then after 70 years, they were released. A remnant was released back into Jerusalem, which they went back. And this guy named Ezra, who was a, considered a priest, he was, he, was, he was teaching the Bible. And so, but for 15 years, they, there was, um, he did the best he could. But what was going on, the walls were falling down and the gates were burnt with fire. And so they, every time they tried to rebuild the walls, something else happened. And they're like, how are we going to do this? And so what happened? Uh, they, now this guy, Nehemiah, is born in captivity. 
he gets a government job. He is the cupbearer to the king, King Artaxerxes. That's a government job. I often say he's got a good pension. He's got hospitalization. He's got an annuity. I mean, he's living large. I, I believe he's wearing gabardine you know, pants. He's got snakeskin shoes. He's good. But so when his brothers and his friends came from Jerusalem, I often say that he's lounging. His crib is right next to the castle of the king because they're squared away. They're, they're friends because he's the cupbearer. Anytime... If I'm your cupbearer, you don't eat unless I eat. Wow. Because when I drink the food or, or eat the food or drink the wine or whatever, before I give it to you, I got to live. You know what I mean? So so Nehemiah is, is on his day off. And then what it says is that they came to him. And you know what's amazing what I find, Jim, Joe? He didn't say, look at how good I'm doing. I'm living large. He said, no. How's it going back in the neighborhood? How How is it? How are you guys doing? You know what they said? Nehemiah, not good. Oh. And he says, well, what's up? And they said that the walls are burnt down and the, and the, and the gates, the, the, uh, they're all. And so what it says that he, he became so distraught in a sense, but he, he wept, he mourned, um, uh, he fasted, and he prayed for four months. Now, it's a capital offense to go in front of the king with a sad face. In other words, you, would be, you can be decapitated. Wow. And so what happens? He has his chance. He goes in front of the king. Just picture this. And the king says, Nehemiah, why is your face so sad? And he basically says, your face would be sad too if the, the house where your father was born lies in ruin. He was so convincing to this, to this king. He said, the king said, well, what can I do for you? How, well, you know, and you know what happened? He blessed Nehemiah with a Home Depot card. <laughs> he gave him safe passage all the way back, a three-day journey to Jerusalem. He gave him wood to rebuild. But when Nehemiah gets back to Jerusalem, it says that he went out at night to, to survey the problem. The trash was so heavy, it was up to the belly of the horse. And then, and then, and then what, what, what he does, he prays and, and then he, he built, God provides all these people from that community. And next thing you know, they raised up. It's the biggest construction job that was ever done in the history of mankind. Uh, no disrespect to the building trades. All right. I'm telling all right. But, but this was the one that will beat any building trades job ever. Let the record show. Yeah, yeah. We're not offending. <laughs> right, right. Hey, buddy, I have a question for yeah. you. Just to, just because to, I got to get this. So, you know, 10,000 plus kids. Are there three or four or five stories of a kid that you know has been influenced in a way that was a game changer? Is there, is there something that comes to your soul that says, wow, this kid Tommy Smith or Bobby Jones or whoever it might have been? Well, well, yeah. I mean, you know, and there are people now that are emulating Nehemiah because he could have quit when he saw that problem. He could have ran, but he stayed and they rebuilt the walls. This is what I'm going to finish with. It. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. rebuilt the walls in 52 days with all the families of the neighborhood. And they had a trowel in one hand and a sword in another. It was an amazing story. And so to answer your question, um, I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you a story. We have a kid who came to us at 17 years of age and uh, he was a slinging drugs on the block. Hmm. And basically uh, we got a hold of him. We, we start to teach him boxing and one thing led to another. He starts to become really good at it. 
and uh, he goes on and on and on. And then and next thing you know, he gets married today. He has three children. And his son, who is 14, just turned 14 years of old, he's a nine-time national champion. Yes, nine-time wow. nine national. And he's 14, and he's expected to win the Olympics. Wow. When he reaches the age of 18. Um, we have many, many kids who have become, uh, you know, trade guys that come from the rock. Uh, we have kids that are, that are uh, uh, we have a core group of kids that are in a Bible study constantly, that they, they have a desire to learn who God is, uh, to learn their faith. And, you know, uh, uh, faith, you know, so th- to me, that is just, uh, uh, th- that's the key. The key is to teach these kids to mentor these kids, to disciple these kids in the, in the truth. I often tell the kids, you know, when you feed your faith, you starve your doubts. <laughs> and that's what we do at The Rock. And we have many kids, uh, Jim, you know, that, that, that uh, fit that story. Yeah, been on that journey. Buddy Osborne is our special guest here on our very, very first show, the chapter, uh, chapter one of Voices of Faith. Back in a moment on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Portions of today's Catholic Business Leaders Radio Special, Voices of Faith, are proudly being presented by Michael Cleary of TAC Benefits, Linda Rosanio of Think Traffic, Mike Troy of KTB Benefits, and Lexus of Chester Springs, our dear friend Angelo Valletta, and Liberty Fox Technologies. Now, Uncommon Coaching with LaSalle basketball head coach, Ashley Howard. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Ashley Howard, head men's basketball coach at LaSalle University. I'm extremely excited to be a part of this broadcast. In today's world, loaded with challenges and some real issues that are huge in our community, I wanted to take this opportunity to get a chance to address some of those issues and for you guys to get to know me. As a coach, I had a chance to work with fabulous young men every day on and off the court and develop our next generation of young leaders. A huge part of leadership is having the ability to be understanding, having the ability to learn, and having the ability to seek change when needed. I would love to take this opportunity to talk to you about my perspective on some of the issues that are going on in our world today, as I think it's vital for us to grow as a community. The elephant in the room in today's, in today's culture is the issue of race, police brutality, and just insensitivity towards the lives of black people. Let me start off by saying that all of these issues go hand in hand in some way or another. But for starters, I think we have to educate ourselves first on black history and why the African-American community is so sensitive to some of the things that are going on in the world today. It's amazing to me that when the life of a black person is taken, there's little to no reaction from the masses in our country. But as soon as there's riots, as soon as there's looting, then it becomes an issue. I think the issue has to become for our country and for our humanity to take the next step is to respect the lives of all people, black, white, Asian, Hispanic. 
everyone's life matters. But in our system and in the black community, it just seems as though black lives are lost at the hands of law enforcement more times than others. So that's why, as a race, black people feel the need to make a change. I talk to my players every day about the importance of respecting one another, using their platform to make a difference, valuing the opportunities that we have, and always remaining faithful in everything that we do. We're extremely blessed to be athletes, as I'm extremely blessed to be a coach and work at a university that's faith-based and have the opportunity to make an impact on the lives of young people. I also respect the opportunity that I have to work for a great leadership under Colleen Hanich, Brian Baptiste, and other people who are very instrumental in the operational workings of LaSalle University. I deliver this message with caution, as I know it's a sensitive topic, but I want everybody to know that without, without unity, there is no community. And I take a great deal of pride in the community that I'm a part of, both LaSalle, Philadelphia, and in the world today. I appreciate this opportunity to speak. I look forward to chapter two. And as always, go Explorers. Thank you. Food Rescue is just what the doctor ordered in today's crazy times. They help eliminate hunger, promote health, and serve. Simply put, they rescue food for those in need. They're not a food bank. And how do they do all this during recent challenges? Well, they focus on three things. One, they deploy a hero technology platform to organize the entire process. Two, they work directly with food donors to pick up food in a critically timely manner. Three, they then coordinate the last mile transport network of volunteers and get the food to those in need, nonprofits, schools, medical centers, community programs, and more. And here's the best part. They track the data, measure the positive impact, and get things done. They are a results-driven organization. Food Rescue educates and elevates. They're fast, reliable, safe, protected, and effective. Learn more at phillyfoodrescue.org. That's phillyfoodrescue.org. It wasn't prison that changed my life. You see, a woman wrote me a letter, and she said, Buddy, Christ has you in the palm of his hand. He has a plan for your life. I didn't understand what that meant. And then I start to read the Bible, and then one thing led to the other. I'm thinking, man, this is, this is really amazing. And back here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, you know, Jimmy Brown, I can't help but uh, be so thankful to be sitting here in Rock, uh, at the Rock. Uh, Rock Ministries is where we are in Kensington, introducing the listening audience uh, to Buddy Osborne. Uh, in the midst of all of the chaos mm-hmm. and all of the looting, and all of the fires and all of the damage that has occurred this week, not only in Philadelphia, buddy, but around the country. Here sits the rock, untouched, unscathed, Mm. unmarked by any graffiti artist running up and down the avenue. How come? Yeah, that's a good question. And I think it's just, uh, it's God's hand in our, on our ministry, Joe. I believe that with all of my heart. I mean, we look at, you know, this is a safe haven for kids to come in. 
Many of our kids who live in this community are living with post-traumatic stress disorder. We have multiple shootings all the time around here. We have folks that are living in their houses that it's like a prison. They just can't go out, you know. And, and one of the things that I feel, Joe, with all of my heart is uh, what can we do next? And, and, and what's happening now is there's an initiative that started. It's called Kensington's New Voice. And that's what we at The Rock are, are, are doing at this point. In fact, yesterday I knocked on um, 75 homes on the doors. Knocked, and I spoke to 90% of the people with all of our kids that have been raised up and said to the folks, listen, when you look at the park, McPherson Square, it's the center of town. It's riddled with thousands and thousands of needles. There's human feces all over the place. You smell urine. It's, dis- it's disgusting. It's despicable. And my question is why? Why is that allowed to happen? And I talk to every person there. And you know what? They are so excited to see what this voice is going to be. Because listen, Kensington, you know, at this point in time is marginalized. When you think of Kensington, what do you think of? You think of prostitution. You think of homicide. You think of drugs. Well, there's more to it. There's people here that are faithful people that are looking for help. The walls of Kensington have, are, are down and the fires have burnt the, the, the gates. No different than Nehemiah. So Nehemiah went in with a plan and I feel as though that, that that's what's happening now. We have to see a voice. This doesn't happen and and I love Philadelphia. I'm born and raised. You you don't see it in Fishtown. You don't see it in Port Richmond. You don't see it in Bridesburg. You don't see it in Northern Liberties. You don't see it in society, but you see it in Kensington. And one of the things I've I've noticed with, 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 with the folks around and, and not have a fear of their child being stuck with a, a used syringe needle or stepping in human feces. So we're saying, you know, that we're going to start next Wednesday because of the curfew. We're going to start tonight. We're going to have prayer in the park every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Every indefinite, every Wednesday, we're going to be there. We would have been there tonight. That was our launch date tonight. But with the uh, curfew, we want to honor that and, and respect that. You know, we don't want to be above authority. It's, it's fascinating. I, I started our conversation with a compliment. And just being here, Joe referenced, we got here a few minutes early. And for our listening audience to know this, as we arrived, there was an incredible storm outside. Trees blowing and wind and rain. And as soon as I walked into this uh, facility... I felt a presence. I mean, mm. it's it's really different in here, my friend. Wow! And um, you've been here how many years now? Eight, Eighteen years. Yeah, yeah, bro, yeah. Eighteen years. Yeah, it's a legacy, and 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 oftentimes, buddy, my observation is, um, I, again, folks talk about making a change and, and and doing something different. They talk about it. Yeah, it's really a pleasure to be here this afternoon and kind of see this in action. Joe mm. and I were lucky enough to spend a moment with Gator and, and Sean <laughs> yeah, as we yeah. entered the building. And <laughs> He's a good guy, Gator. <laughs> he is, isn't he? Yeah. He's the best. Yeah. But, but like, uh, talk again about the people that, 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 that have impacted this, what I'll call change, this yeah. movement that you have. And it's especially <clears throat> critical today in yes. the world that we're sitting in. You, you know, Jim, I, I guess I could wrap it up this way. So we have church service every, every Sunday. And... I said, I wanted, to, I wanted to, the church to hear from some folks on the, on the stage prior to us teaching the word, to, prior to prior, open up the Bible and teaching the word. So we picked three, six, three people and their wives, three men and their wives. Mm. 
Well, two of them were pregnant. Well, the, the three women, former prostitutes. Oh. All the men in the back, all of them did uh, time. Mm. And guess what? I married in each of the couple. God bless. And now their lives, it says, as for me and my household, we shall serve the Lord. Love that. You know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And this is what their lives, that's the foundation that they have now. So for me, I mean, that's the legacy that I want to leave. It's not Buddy Osborne. It's JC, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. And, and, and to me, that's, that's the faith. That's the, that's the rock. That's what the rock represents. It represents faith. And when you have faith, man, when you have the power of God in your life, you know, it says if you have, you have, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, it's a small seed. <laughs> it says you can move a mountain. That's what, the, that's what God's word says, not me. But I often tell people, you got to bring your shovel. <laughs> you know, because sometimes it, it takes work to develop your faith, you know? Yeah, Buddy absolutely. Osborne is our special guest here at Voices of Faith, our chapter one. Uh, we're so glad to be at Rock Ministries along with Jim Brown. I'm Joe Krause. Buddy, let me ask you, uh, ask you this. With all of the chaos that's going on, if I picked you up and dropped you in the middle of the insanity on Saturday, the middle of the craziness on Sunday. And I'm not talking about the protesting. I'm talking about some of the, uh, some of the, um, some of the craziness that resulted from the protesting, the looting, the smashing, uh, the hurting that was going on. What would you say? You know, that's a very, um, um, uh, appropriate question, you know, and, and I, and I think the, the simplest answer, uh, Joe would be for me and my life, what would Jesus do? What would Christ do in the, in the midst of chaos? How does he calm a storm? And, and I think that, you know, when we look at this thing through the eyes of faith, you get more done than you do with bricks and sticks and clubs. You know, so I think that more is done uh, on your knees in prayer and than it is, you know, you know, with, with hurting people and hurting property and destroying lives. I mean, that goes for every, every one of us, every one of us. Yeah, buddy, it's, it, it's so funny. Um, as I reflect on, on what's occurred, um, it's so complicated, you yeah. know, and there are no simple answers, which is one of the reasons, you know, my Catholic faith has kind of basically steered the ship for me because Amen. it all gets back to, you know, prayer changes everything. Yes. You know, it, it all gets back to oftentimes think about it. Most of us, many of us, uh, buddy, we spend an inordinate amount of time trying to earn an income or do the push-ups or run the marathon. Mm. Are, we, are we working that faith-filled muscle? Are, are we actually spending a moment reflecting on this material? <clears throat> One of the things I think that you've done phenomenally with is asking people to consider that. Mm. Can you talk to that for speak to that for a minute? Yeah, I think it's, um, um, you know, I think that people, when they embrace the faith, as you said, you know, and you're in your own Catholic faith, it's a beautiful thing, you know, yeah. and when you embrace your faith, you remove doubts, you know, and I think of, of what it says in second Chronicles seven fourteen, if my people who are called by my, by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven 
and I will forgive their sins and heal their land. Hmm. And I think the power of prayer, the power of prayer will, will, will completely eradicate uh, and change uh, the landscape of the next generation. You know, I mean, I, I think protests, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I, like you said, it's protests is, you know, that's your right. What a country we live in, you know, Amen. but uh, incorporate some prayer. It's a wrap, you know, yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's yeah. a wrap. So last question, buddy, before we get into the commercial break, it's inevitable when we check into the world that we're going to leave. Mm. When Buddy Osborne <clears throat> leaves the world, what will they say? Mm. Wow. <laughs> you come up with some great questions. <laughs> How do you get these questions? <laughs> oh, man. Well, there's two things. I, I, right, right away, I go to Scripture, and I love this. It says that, um, that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So I know that when I die, I'm not taking a dirt nap. I'm in the arms, <laughs> and I want to hear those words, well done, my, my faithful servant, enter into the joy of the Lord. You know, That's what I want to hear when I, when I hit heaven. But uh, what I want people to say, I think that's, that's entirely up to, Scripture says you'll know them by their fruit. And I think that, you know, I, I don't want people to see me. I want this. I want people to see Christ in me. I don't want them to see me, you know, like, you know, buddy was this, but no, what, the, what, look how Christ transformed this man's life. A, a man that once was in prison and facing, you know, some serious years and all, but yet, you know, at, you know, 25 years ago, you know, changed my life completely. And now a ministry where we're helping thousands of kids, you know, it's, that's, it, that's, that can't be, I don't, I can't make that up. How do you make that <laughs> up? I mean, come on. I mean, it's, it's, it's only because of my faith and my, and my uh, compassion and passion for people to know the truth. And it says in scripture, when you know the truth, it sets you free. And when you're free, you're free indeed, brother. Well done. Well said. Rock Ministries is the name of the location. Buddy Osborne is the name of the man. Back in a moment. Voices of Faith continues now with an inspirational endorsement from Dan Selecki of Givnish Funeral Homes. As we operate our life celebration homes throughout the Delaware Valley during these challenging times, we're in a frontline first responder type of role. Our employees are like our family and their safety and well-being are paramount to us. They need to feel safe and protected during these trying and complicated times. We strive to balance their needs while creating transformative experiences for the families and communities we are honored and humbled to serve. We encourage all of our employees to perform charity and service work in our neighborhoods during normal times. Then all of a sudden, this virus hits. It's been crazy for us at times, but you know what else? It's been very inspiring. Our employees working hard, not letting fear stand in their way. The families we serve suffering the loss of a loved one in a tumultuous time. Our team still volunteering in the food lines for those in need. These are just some examples of how we press forward, facing fear with courage, knowing we are being looked out for. It's truly amazing to watch. I'm very excited to support Catholic leadership. Whether you're a hardworking bishop, parish priest, police, fire, or EMT personnel, a nurse working in the emergency room, or a cashier or stock person in a grocery store. We all have lots to be thankful for, even as we face and lead through challenges. 
Real leadership happens at every level in a healthy community. I've been with this organization for a long time, and I've never been more proud. John Givenish owns and operates this organization with a real vision to empower the team to do the right thing. I believe it's important to note that John's grandfather started the business in the 1920s. His grandmother, aunt, cousins, nieces, nephews, and five siblings are or have been in this business. We now have the fourth generation of Givenish family members working with our families. John and I grew up together. We're educated in the Catholic school system and as such have developed a moral compass which guides our decision making. And so have many of our folks. Maybe that's why we have been so successful over time. We are neighborhood people who know how to care for one another. And we try to always do the next right thing. I'm sorry to go on for so long, but I really think it's time for all of us to come together and make things better for the other family down the street. I will leave you with this quote from St. Bernard. I'm paraphrasing, but it goes something like this. Acquiring knowledge for knowledge's sake is curiosity. Acquiring knowledge for acknowledgement is vanity. Acquiring knowledge for service to others is love. So as you go about your day today, strive to lead and love as St. Bernard did in service to others. May God bless you all. Support for the Catholic Leaders Program is coming from many sources, but none more generous than the team at Kistler Tiffany One Digital. Mike Troy from KTB will be acknowledging significant leaders in our community during the next 12 months. And the first recipient of the Significant Leaders Award goes to Jack Troy. Jack is a stand-up leader and a champion and will be attending Carnegie Mellon University this fall where he will study to be an engineer. Not a surprise as Jack has been building things since he was a little kid. He is an exceptional student and athlete. In addition, he is always looking for ways to help the guy down the street. We are excited and thrilled to share that Jack Troy is the first Significant Leader Award winner. Best of luck and many blessings to Jack as he enters the next chapter of his amazing journey. And back here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Welcome back, everyone, to Voices of Faith. Wow, Jimmy Brown, this has been an incredible show. One more great segment uh, in front of us. You heard about it uh, throughout the show. We're going to introduce everyone to our Yo Philly, Philly Proud nonprofit spotlight, all presented by First Trust Bank. And uh, Joe, just to put a little color behind that, um, you know, First Trust is one of those local operations that really distinguish themselves in the community. I can, just off the top of my head, I, I was talking to Timmy Abel, who's kind of the backbone of the support here uh, with his entire team. You know, he shared that Richard Green had stepped up right when the COVID-19 uh, broke and offered to uh, uh, donate $1 million to local nonprofits and charities just to help them get over the hump. And I'm not sure there's too many business people in the community that have that kind of generosity. And you know, everyone I've met, you know, in the in the First Trust family, you know, um, they're just special people. Let me bring in Andy Kucher, who's the executive director of Students Run Philly Style. And following Andy, I'll introduce you to Scott Sorella. But Andy, welcome in to Voices of Faith, if you will, for the listening audience. Quick uh, outline of Students Run Philly Style. Sure, and thanks so much for having us. Um, Students on Philly Style is a mentoring program that's based on this idea that you give a help, you know, help a student set a big goal and give them a little support behind them, um, and they can achieve anything. And the way our program works is we pair Philadelphia and Camden youth with uh, adult volunteers, 
and they train side by side for a long distance run, whether that's the Philadelphia Fuller Half Marathon or the Blue Cross Broadsheet Run. And ultimately, when the student crosses that finish line and all of the work that they put into the to get there, and all of the adversity to overcome, um, everything kind of comes together. And those lessons that they learn through that process really translate to the rest of their lives, whether it's academics or aspirations or, you know, the whole gamut of socio-emotional impact. Andy Kucher here, the executive director. I want to bring in one of those volunteers, Scott Sorella, uh, VP of First Trust Bank and a six-year volunteer of the students in blue. Scott, I know we don't have a lot of time today, but let me get you to at least talk about a couple of bullet points about the nonprofit. Okay. Um, my role as a running leader with Students Run Philly Style, it's twofold. Um, through First Trust Bank, I was introduced about six years ago, Peggy Limecomer, she's a COO, um, took me to an event, and I was hooked from the minute I got there. But my role is my team is Girls High Central, and these kids are warriors. And I'm going to give one example. Um, the marathon, Philly Marathon back in November 19, it rained, snowed, uh, sleet, winds, cold, and these kids were warriors. And our role throughout the program through the whole year is getting them ready for that. Watching those kids finish that day, it was so impressive because, again, we work with them throughout the year. And there's good days, bad days. They show up for training, and it's like, uh, don't want to do this today. But like I said, the finale for the season was the Philly Marathon. And, again, those kids were warriors throughout that whole 26.2 miles because, again, the weather did not participate. It wasn't on our side, but it was uh, well worth it. And the smiles on their face when they get that medal at the end. All right. Great stuff from student students run Philly style. Andy and Scott, we will invite you both back to Voices of Faith, where we'll be able to do a more extensive interview with you on one of our future shows. We thank you very much. And we thank uh, First Trust, our Yo Philly, Philly proud spotlight of the month. Students run Philly style. Jimmy Brown, as we close out the show today here on Talk Radio 1210 uh, WPHT, we're going to close at a time. Uh, in the city uh, and in the country where there's a lot of chaos and a lot of trouble. Uh, We're going to um, close the show out tonight with a beautiful rendition of the national anthem. Set the stage for the listening audience. This was a live performance. This was performed at the Union League. Um, This was at the big 2019 Catholic business leaders uh, breakfast. You pick it up from there. Well, Joe, uh, we were fortunate enough to uh, line up with a, a young gal who has a boatload of talent, um, and you're going to hear that in a minute. Uh, Olivia really lit the room up. We had 363 businessmen and women who were absolutely stunned uh, at the talent that she brought to the room. It was a special day. All right, good stuff. As we get ready to say goodbye uh, here on this edition of Voices of Faith, our very first, uh, we will be here monthly for the next 12 months and look forward to changing the narrative, uh, influencing those around the Delaware Valley who will consume our message in a very different way. That's going to do it for our very first edition uh, of the show. On behalf of Jim Brown, uh, on behalf of Frank Canal, who helped me put it all together, I'm Joe Krause. Believe in hope, everyone. Broad stripes and bright stars.
Voices of Faith is produced in collaboration with the Catholic business leaders of the Delaware Valley and the Archbishop of Philadelphia. And a special thank you to the Philadelphia Boys Choir, a Jacob Media, J.P. Brown Communications production. 